0: All right. Assalamu alaikum. My name is um, Ayatullah Muhammad, and here with me is um, Grandpa Ramon Ocasio. Together, we're two days left, or so we're graduates of the alumni cohort of 2019, and we'll be asking the Muhammad Ali question throughout the podcast. But before we go in, I would love to. Discuss more with my colleague and my elder, or the one of the eldest in our communities, in our community, basically the 2019 cohort, the newest tribe in town of the uh, Alim um, program, basically in Chicago. So we're two days left to go, and it will be interesting for us to get to know ourselves better, get to know how our perspectives are after three weeks of being a family in knowledge and how different we are going to be in the future based on how we came from our past alhamdulillah so i'll begin by um introducing a little bit uh, our background uh, the background of our distinguished guest today which is quite uh phenomenal for the muslim community which is very much unheard coming from new york one of the earliest latino converts in the U.S. from New York, basically, Puerto Rican background. MashaAllah, I welcome you, Brother Ramon Ocasio. as alaikum alaykum assalam. wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So there is no history session without, or there is no podcast without a history session. And I would just like to ask you how your feelings were before you came in and how you feel today. And then you give us a little bit background about how you feel how you've been in the last 40 years since you became Muslim, Alhamdulillah. Uh,
1: alhamdulillah, uh, thank you for having me. I am, uh, I've been Muslim for, let's see, let's see, well, 1973 to 46 years. Uh, I accepted Islam uh, March 10th, 1973, in New York City at the uh, 303 Masjid 303 West 125th Street, very old masjid, it's no longer there. Um, I was one of the first, I would say at least definitely in the top seven or top ten Latino Muslims ever to accept Islam um, in New York City. Uh, And it was a different world then. Um... Uh, it, it's been a long history for me. I've I've been involved in several movements. The two major ones are the Islamic Party of North America, uh, which was based in Washington D.C., which I rose to uh, position of guidance C- uh, council member of the Washington branch, and later on I uh, co-founded Alianza Islámica, which was the at ad- at ad- its heyday the largest Latino. Muslim organization in U.S. history um, that we knew of. We knew of no others. And we also established the first Latino masjid, La um, Mesquita del barrio in Spanish Harlem.
0: Mashallah. So it's, it's a little bit of history, basically, you understand. And, of course, I know a lot has gone by, Ever since. Oh yeah. You understand? In terms of the struggle, you know, itself coming into formation way back after the civil rights movement, what exactly did Islam mean to you guys being a few? And then your evolution into one of the most prominent parties, at least at the East Coast, which was not which is not too known to us today basically, but yet has a legacy basically as you as you enlightened me earlier before coming in, I read your article and I was at least wowed by such a background in and of itself.
1: Well, um, the, uh, the attitude of Islam 40, 40 years ago was uh, basically uh, affected by the, uh, by the civil rights movement and the, uh, n- not just merely the civil rights movement, almost the liberation movements. It was, uh, Islam was uh, looked upon, especially by minorities, as liberating. Um it was a uh it was more of a movement. We felt that we were part of a movement. Not just uh, not not just merely a religion. Yeah. Uh, and I find we find that religion, the way people think of religion now is kind of uh I it's almost like it's almost like a church model. They go to mosques and on you know, on Friday and you know, and everything is centered around the mosque and and which is all good. But um they, they were not centers for action, centers mm. for uh, you know movement towards social justice. It mm-hmm. was uh, more black panthers than than <laughs> than, than, than uh, Baptist churches oh, so. that's wow. the, so it's a, it was a different type of mindset. People took to Islam as that which would make the change in their lives be a liberating force, you know. Oh. And and and, w- and the uh, the feeling of on Muslims was that this uh, this one upped the Black Panthers, or one upped any any other of those movements, because it was based on the truth, based on you know revelation from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and, and uh, you know and and the oneness of Allah. So it changed everything. You know, it, it basically uh, we felt we were armed with the truth finally. You know. Uh, a lot of us were uh, disillusioned with the current movements, no, 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 which were um, though they had you know very strong positive goals, uh, because they were uh, not attached to any like moral code. Uh, the uh, it started to show in the membership, and it started to show in many ways that you know that they were not hinged in to any, you know, ethical moral code. No. You know, Islam yeah. adds that other dimension, that spiritual dimension, that moral dimension. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can continue a struggle for liberation and and feel confident that, you know, you know when 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 you have a brave new world remade, it isn't
0: debauched. No. I mean, that's very important, and, I mean, and I'm going to make a quick segue into the future, basically. So when you were coming in, I mean, thinking about the mindset of Islam that you had back then in the liberation period, and today you're seeing Islam right before coming in to the to, to Chicago, basically, to experience a retreat of three weeks, maybe something that is quite revolutionary for some of us. What mindset did you have in place? What were your inspirations to come what confusions were you having basically with with confusion is a good word
1: because uh uh, the the landscape had changed so much yeah that i felt i needed to come to Alam yeah to to understand first of all what the heck had happened you know (laughs) and 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 uh also uh to try to get some some tools to understand this 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 brave new world, and to uh, find my w- find my way in this world. In other words, I, you know, you almost feel like Rip Van Winkle uh, mm-hmm. when when you know, like you, you 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 like you woke up and I said, wait, well, I'm in another dimension. I gotcha. mean, this is a parallel universe, <laughs> and. and uh, the things that people are t- talking about and what they're interested in, and, yeah. in, when I saw in the current Muslim youth was freaking me out. Right. And but I already had inklings of that. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had long was having long conversations with a, a lot of my friends mm-hmm. that, and um, that you know that something was happening, something very disagreeable, and it was you know it was confusing me, and I. I, I came here to try to make sense of it all mm. and try to find out how I can make some contribution in a world so different from the one that I, that I knew many years ago.
0: No, 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 no. I'll maybe also just go back a little bit, not to the distant past, to, to inquire about Islam before 9-11, let's say in the 90s, basically. Do you feel it had a segue it made this a, a alright, and not a segue. It made a connection to, to the perspective in which you see the confusions of today, and how was it operating within your circle? Because based on what I've read and what I've read from your history, you guys were pretty much engaged before. Before, yeah, the nineties. Yeah, the nineties yeah.
1: were the heyday of Alianza Islámica, so uh, uh, we were kind of insulated from foolishness we had too much work to do you know you know it's 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 so it's interesting because uh i in in the in the ghetto yeah uh we
0: don't
1: we don't have time for these kinds of intellectual kind of debates that i was hearing (laughs) you know i mean there's work to do Mm. you know like if you got you know um Let's say you know you 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 have problems that you have to solve. You know people people are people are coming in that broke they're 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 broken human beings. Yes, sir. You know broken by poverty by drugs, and you know they need services. You know they need uh, you know educational services to get them back on their feet. You know maybe job training, maybe uh, uh, AIDS counseling. You know all these other things. You know, and you, you you don't have time for these these intellectual debates Absolutely. that I was hearing at the at the Allen classes yeah, yeah. from the students. I yeah. mean, so when you see when you when you think about the nineties, uh, the nineties were nineties were work. You yeah. know, you, you got work to do. You know, uh, and um, of course, post. It just, just so happened that um, things were kind of on the, on the anti-Islamic, was on its Mm wane when, um, when the 2000s, the new century hit. Yeah. But, um, that didn't, but the, what, what was happening then was not affecting us. hmm. I mean, it, it's strange. You kind of insulated from a lot of things in, around minorities, uh, a case in point when, um. 9-11 9-11 did take place some reporters came to Siraj Wahaj okay. and you know they were very curious to see what was the reaction of the community mm-hmm. to uh, to the Muslim Muslims mm-hmm. and Siraj just said you know straight out they know we didn't do it <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I mean the community knew that mm-hmm. the community did not make a connection between some extremists flying into uh, the World Trade Center, mm-hmm. and what they've been seeing all the t- all these years mm-hmm. on unfolded Fulton, on Fulton Street. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: You know that's, we, we, you know, and that's exactly what happens in those neighborhoods. Oh. You know That's their problem. That's not what we have here. So we were insulated from all that stuff. We didn't have to worry about Islamophobia. You don't worry about Islamophobia in the ghetto. People know who Muslims are. Yeah. People are... are uh, many people have family members that are Muslim. Yeah. They're already used to it. They're not, they're not worried about that. Islamophobia is, it, is like... Something that... Was not that big a deal for us. Not saying that some people were, you know, like... Not scared or, or wondering about us and stuff. But for the most part... We were insulated from a lot of the stuff that happened basically in the suburbs with the whites turning on, on a lot of, uh, of uh, Muslims in the suburbs, you know, creating problems for them.
0: No.
1: Um, that was not a problem for us. So we continued apace because, you know, the acceptance over years, over decades of Islam in Latino and prim- and primarily Afro-American communities, and you gotta remember, Latinos live very close to to especially Puerto Ricans and Dominicans live very close to Afro-Americans,
0: mm-hmm.
1: very very close. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's, that's so because of that, you know, the Muslim presence was always around us. It's not a big deal. So we were insulated from a lot of stuff. That we, that I that for us it was like reading about it in the papers.
0: Not really happening in anything in yeah, our so, so let's delve into the program. Basically, we spent the first, our first week was with Sherman Jackson, Dr. Sherman Jackson, Ma Monir, Zainab Ansari, whom coincidentally, her dad was a colleague of yours, I believe. You mentioned yes, he was. And uh, uh, a segue of other scholars also, Sheikh Ali, um, Walela Evans, I showing mean. in here and there. So, yeah. I mean, and a good level of community involvement. How did you feel in your first few days, seven, first seven days with Dr. Sherman Jackson and then subsequent topics? Okay. Basically, yeah. Well,
1: with Sherman Jackson, uh, you know, and when, when you're my age, you, you, you know the story of the Prophet. Yes. least least to Islam. Yes. Sir. But what Sherman Jackson was able to do was cast a whole new light you know, it, it made you realize that you, your knowledge of the of the uh, of, of the prophet's sira or history really was tantamount to an outline. Hmm. You know, and it, you, the, you 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 thought you had the details, but it's basically an outline. Hmm. And the uh, the the uh, the introduction of uh, of new information, like for example. The the, the the clans, the clan system, sure. and the and the political connections, mm-hmm. and the the other the, the codes of, of, of honor that um, mm-hmm. uh, that affected mm-hmm. what was going on at the time. Yeah. This was all new to me. Yeah. I had never heard of these terms. Mm-hmm. I never uh, understood the dynamics mm-hmm. of the clan system mm-hmm. and how they how they influence the events mm-hmm. of the Prophet's life peace mm-hmm. be upon him yeah. that was revelatory hmm. and uh, you know was, was a game changer for me because Not now sure. I, I began to understand the Sirah much better mm-hmm. now gave me a clearer picture and basically gave you know made sense of verses of the Quran and Hadith Not some sure. of the events there now made more sense mm. because there was more depth mm. there and I've never, ever been taught Syrah in that kind of way. You know, <laughs> that was, that was, uh, and I don't think anybody is being taught that in the country. Hmm. That's, that's, uh, and, you know, segue into uh, 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 Dr. Munir. Yeah. Again, a, 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 an approach to um, to topics that, you know, again, it, it, just, it just takes it to another level, hmm. you know? Hmm. Um, and that's the way most of the instruction has been here, whether it's Ustada Sena, whether it's Ubaidullah Evans. You are getting, with Alam, uh, uh, a, 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 a unique view of your place as a Muslim in America. Sure. And you're able to... Uh, understand the plight of the American Muslim mm-hmm. in a different light, but not only that, now you have ways to combat it because now you understand some of the programming that has taken place no. that has affected Muslims
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, who are now, uh, like in, to me, infected with, mm. with uh, a very toxic form of liberalism which is um, eroding our ability to uh, sustain our communities right. and to, you know, take any uh, uh, defensive action right. against the encroachment of you know, ideas which are foreign to us yeah. and which are uh, very deleterious to our
0: community. Mm-hmm. Do you have a sense of fear for your children or grandchildren, so to say, mm-hmm. I mean, or, I mean, more or less, I wouldn't say fear, but I mean, you can say, alhamdulillah, that you raised them well, I mean, successfully, but do you have a kind of fear that, or satisfaction that back then you were privileged to have done such a good job that was able to impact on your grandchildren, or is, do you still have that sense of apprehension when you're around them, when you or some of them, and maybe notice some elements of some of the discussions we have?
1: Well, I... I, I, I in. In in some ways, I've been very fortunate because yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my children uh, are basically okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, do I have concerns about some? Yeah, some of yeah, you know, it's, in some cases, yeah, I you know, like, but I mean, they're not non-Muslims. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and, and they mix a and, yeah. make yeah. Yeah, and yeah. all that, yeah. and. um my grandchildren, well, look at the, the three that, that, that Alhamdulillah, are, you, yeah, know, formidable. you know, they, they, they are, yeah. you know, yeah. one, of them, one is starting to be a scholar, so, Shall we? Shall we? Yeah. and they're, they're not all at the same level. Of I mean, course, you so, know, okay. there's some that are,
0: yeah, um, yeah. the reason I ask actually it's not necessarily to go deeply into the personal level, but to see in connection with also the engagements that you've been making with with us and some of the I'm sure you will have faced some kind of disappointment in, with respect to the kind of baggage some of us came in with, and the way the scholars were answering some of our questions. And uh, I mean, the, that we'll, basically we've come a long way to, to, to this place. So that's one of the reasons why. I well, to, I think the,
1: yeah, key, the yeah. I, actually, I think the the the, 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 the young that I yeah. saw yeah. have come a long way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I see a transformative yeah. process going on, which is uh, very encouraging. Mm-hmm. And actually I I I kind of like am um I won't say disappointed, mm-hmm. I don't know if dismay, uh, that this program hasn't gotten more traction. Um, I, actually I think it's insane that <laughs> that people have not um, really I mean money flying look, the 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 Muslim community these these people are not broke. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh these people are are the privileged ones that came yeah. over here. Yeah. There's a lot of money flowing in the community.
0: Yeah.
1: Um not in the uh in indigenous community, but in the in the suburban community, there's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And this this program started in the suburban community mm-hmm. and uh Alhamdulillah and may Allah bless them for the work that they've them. done. May Allah but bless them. I Definitely. think that um people are missing the boat here and and I think that uh, this thing if anything should be funded and well funded Mm -hmm. because these uh, already there's been a track record of alum graduates going on to you know do really great things right yes sir I like the the guy who started launch good and and a couple
0: other things yes
1: sir. you're creating leaders here You know, um, people who are going to take action,
0: Okay.
1: people who are, who can navigate mm-hmm. this, this, you know, this, you know, this, this, in this society's,
0: yeah.
1: you know, foolishness. Yeah. I mean, they can, they won't be affected by it. Yeah. And they can make positive contributions. Okay. And these people can be seeding neighborhoods.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you have this process. It's only sixty-something people at a time, and before it was only thirty-something people at a mm-hmm. time. I okay. mean, you would like to see this. You know, it would be nice if it was two, two or three hundred at a time, like every mm-hmm. year. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? That you now you would see some change, yeah. Because now yeah. these people would be filtering out into these communities, mm-hmm. armed with, you know, knowledge and tools that are unparalleled in this country. Mm-hmm. So if you if it, that would that would make a big impact. Mm. in many, big impact in many communities. Allah. And um, I think that um, that's, that's something that we can only pray that Allah, you know, will you know, change the situation and be able to, that people will notice what mm. the value of this and uh, fund it. Fund it
0: adequately. Mashallah. Just for viewers who may not um, have attended the program, we we uh, we took a set of courses that entails both the traditional Islamic sciences as well as um, some social science classes that are relevant to the modern age from um, Usul al Ulum al-Qur'an, Sirah, uh, um, Ulum al-Hadith and also Islam in America discusses on scientism, Islamic heritage and a few. Liberalism. I, I mean liberalism basically yeah. also. And also community engagement with Iman, visiting the massages in Chicago. And it's been a rich program. It's not just a one-sided uh, discussion we're having because the podcast doesn't have a lot of time to cover everything in depth. And so this is just a, a snippet of what we've been... Uh, even and even
1: sex education e- and,
0: and e- funding techniques. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, I yeah. mean uh, yeah, they
1: all, all, that's quite
0: you know, a, a, a list. And these are very relevant to, to, the product, or to the enhancement of our masajids and our communities around the country, by the way. But let me just um, round up uh, with the Muhammad Ali question. And it's a question on identity, it's a question on cultural production from the Muslim perspective to salvage. The community you understand it's it's a question of what I mean um, Sherman Jackson emphasized on understanding our context and defining our context basically and that's why I have termed it the Muhammad Ali question, so I would rather ask you from a two sided way what did being an American Muslim entail to you when you converted Islam and onward for the first twenty years and then right now what it entails. What, it, what you think it entails basically in terms of where we're moving forward sure. well
1: it, it, it's important that Islam uh, be authentically American
0: yeah.
1: that's what Muhammad Ali did.
0: Yeah.
1: Muhammad Ali showed that you can be Muslim and American
0: yeah.
1: very authentically American mm-hmm. and I think that going forward uh, we, that that has to be something that has to be uh, a priority yeah. matter of fact Dr. Jack- Jackson's class uh, showed how important it was for Islam to be viewed as authentically Arabian mm. in order for people to really accept it mm-hmm. I mean you will have the, the those foremost in faith that wouldn't even care about that mm-hmm. but it was very clear that after after that mm-hmm. it had to be looked upon as authentically Arabian for us to move forward. Muhammad Ali was was, was a, a representative of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No one could ever say this guy was not American. He was authentically American. Yeah, he was also Muslim. Mm-hmm. That is incredibly important,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that would have to cross over, you know, into every ethnic group mm-hmm. that that claims Islam in this country. Eventually, they would have to claim some kind of authentic American identity, hmm. uh, because the rest of the country, will, 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 you know, will, it will always look like something foreign. Hmm. And and I know from the, how difficult it was in in uh, at the beginning to try to give dawah in the Latino community because many people saw it as so foreign. Mm-hmm. We had to make it look like it was part of our culture mm. we had to own it mm. and when the, when you own it people relax mm. they can see oh this is not something forward I don't have to change into something else mm. I don't have to obliterate my identity no. that's important mm. you know I mean the message is important as it is but there's other barriers to, to accepting and people have to really understand that just like just like it was it was very important that that the Prophet so, so. made Islam look authentically Arabian. Mm-hmm. That was important because he understood psychology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and he was being guided by Allah. Mm-hmm. So we can't allow ourselves to, you know, be so naive mm-hmm. that, that doesn't apply in our situation. Beautiful. And and uh, we we'd have to keep, you know, always vigilant and aware that that is an important issue, and um, proceed accordingly.
0: You're in your mid-sixties, and I mean, you're pretty much the eldest in, 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 the, in, the, in the cohort, and it would seem as if you were just here more or less to teach us, be amongst us, inspire us, but knowing you already in the last few weeks, you are more or less someone who is willing to do some energetic work rather than anything, even in your last few days, I mean, or well, a few years, inshallah, a longer life for you with us on Earth, but I mean, in case you had a pattern gift for the young ones as well as you leaving the, the community today, the cohort tonight, and trying to venture into the society. What exactly would you be trying to salvage for us to take up the baton and move forward? Advice to us and, of course, knowing you what your your, your, your ideas are after leaving, basically your thoughts. Yeah. I would, uh, and I have been talking to, yeah.
1: uh, I would I would tell them, mm-hmm. To you know um, I, I've been imparting to them the whole idea of you know the, the making this an American Islam yeah um, We have to bridge the gap between uh, the ethnic groups. We can't continue like this yeah. you know two, it's like two Americas mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we, there has to be one America. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have been uh, and I've talked to them you know i I tried to impress on them the difference between what they're experiencing mm-hmm. and what i experience mm-hmm. we have we have to make a bridge there mm-hmm. you know uh there's something they see that there's something in va- of value mm-hmm. in what what they think I represent you know I put it that way you know because i i i don't i don't like to put myself as a role model or anything they they you may think that but you know, I tell my story, I, you know, give them articles, I, ha- I have a lot of conversations with them to try to impress on them that maybe this, the model that they, that they need to break out of the model that they're in. They have to, you know, they have problems because, see, they're, 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 they're dealing with very entrenched, you know, uh, commu- you know, m- the mosque administrations. Mm-hmm where they can't do much
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um, they have to they have to try to do something mm-hmm. they have to they have to make a mark no. in this world they are the next generation
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and I, and, 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 and I think they're, they're fired up I think they're really you know I think they see themselves as as the future you do believe that yeah? oh yes absolutely mm-hmm. I yes, think sir. that, that, that I, I do believe that mm-hmm. that these people think that they are the future we, I think Alam is training them training them to be yeah. the leaders of the future right. and I think they need to be inspired to take some action um, I was talking to a, an outstanding woman today who's, who says she's going to her battlefield is going to be academia right. and I said yeah uh, it's not, academia now is not a safe space for young Muslims mm. to go into because mm. The, um, the non-Muslims have really ex- step, ex- stepped up their attacks awesome. they're, they're, they're using the deconstructionistic approach, approach yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she's using that other people are going to use social service hmm. or social justice
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and there's going to be different approaches you have to find your niche
0: hmm.
1: and make your market make your contribution you have hmm. the tools now yeah right um mm-hmm. uh, these Are basic tools, yeah. and, You know, I think that there's going to have to be a, you know, a little bit more refinement over time, yeah. But they have the basis to at least start somewhere,
0: and I think they they inshallah they do. So that's a lot of khair, huh? we could spend the entire day discussing basically, but we have to put a pause on this. Uh, a reminder that this is a podcast inspired by the 2019 alumni cohort, without them, I would not be doing this, and inshallah. I hope to be inspired also by more uh, encouragement to reach out to the other alumni over the past 20 years so we can have a productive discussion on this and we can foster a community of consciousness, of functional theology, and following the footsteps of the Muhammad Hali legacy, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi
1: wa barakatuh.